It's Wednesday, November 9th, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you again today, and I hope you're able to join us tonight for our Revelation Bible study. We've been going through the book of Revelation slowly and uh, really been enjoying our time together. Only got a couple more weeks of this before we have our uh, Thanksgiving Eve service on the 23rd. Hope you're looking forward to that, planning on being there. And then uh, taking a break from Revelation throughout the Advent season. Got a couple cool, fun events planned uh, for that season. And then, of course, Blue Christmas is on its way in December. Uh, There's going to be a cookie drive. There's going to be some hot chocolate by the fire pit. I got a choir concert. Like, it's all kinds of cool things happening in December for Advent. So keep an eye out on that newsletter that keeps coming out every week. Um, That's going to be telling you some of the things that are on the way. But tonight, we continue in the book of Revelation, Tim and I teaching together. Tim going to be taking the chunk of it this time because I didn't let him talk at all last time. And uh, so he's going to be doing uh, lion's share tonight. Excited to be there and learn from him. And uh, then I'll be able to talk a little bit as well. So I hope you're able to be there tonight as we dive into Revelation 14 and following. Today, we're continuing our time in the solas. We are looking at the different solas. This is a a celebration of our Reformed heritage. Uh, The five solas are kind of part of the core of who we are as Reformed Christians. And so we are looking today at the third sola, sola fide. Sola fide, sola scriptura. We are given access to God through scripture alone. That is what reveals God to us. Sola gratia, we are saved by grace alone, and today we are saved by faith alone. We are saved by grace through faith, and that's what brings us to Ephesians 2. We looked at most of this uh, section, Ephesians 2, 1 to 9 and 10. Um, We looked at most of that last week. I want to look at 8 and 9 today. For by grace you have been saved. That's That's a repeat of what he said earlier in Ephesians 2. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works that God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. By grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. The having of faith and being saved by grace, this isn't our own doing, but all of this together, grace and faith are a gift of God, not a result of works so that no one can boast. We are saved by grace through faith alone, not faith and works alone. Yes, we are created for good works that we should walk in them. They've been prepared beforehand for us by God. Faithfulness is absolutely expected in the life of the Christian, but faithfulness is not what saves us. We are saved by grace through faith. And what is faith? It is the belief that Jesus is God, that he died for our sins, that he rose again, and that he is returning for us one day. We believe in the truth of the scriptures, that we are saved because God looked at us and said, even in your sin, I will graciously raise you up. I will resurrect you. We believe this. We cling to Christ. We believe he is the Messiah sent to rescue his people. It's belief, 
faith alone, not faith and works alone. Faith alone. The works are the necessary outpouring of our faith. I'll talk about that in a second. But it is not what saves. We are saved by grace through faith alone. Another example of this is found in Acts chapter 16. Paul and Silas are in prison in Acts chapter 16, and they are um, they're, they're praying and they're singing, and suddenly the, there's this huge earthquake. The prison is shaken open. Everybody's uh, bonds, they all fall off. And the jailer sees this and he goes, oh my goodness, I, I'm dead. I'm going to kill myself before my superiors get a hold of me. And Paul says, no, don't do that. Don't kill yourself. We're all here. The jailer runs in and he sees that Paul and Silas and all the other prisoners are still there. And he realizes that their faith is what has kept them there. They're following of Jesus Christ. And here's what he says. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? What must I do to be saved? Man, that's a good question. What do I got to do? What work is there? Tell me. I'll pay whoever it is. I'll, I'll do whatever it is you ask of me. Give me the work I need to do. And here's what Paul and Silas say. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. It is by faith that we are saved, not by work. That's what the jailer wanted. The Philippian jailer saying, tell me what to do. And Paul and Silas' answer is, there's nothing to do. Simply believe. Believe that Jesus is Lord. Believe in him and you will be saved. Now, what does that mean? What does that look like? Well, faith, belief, is not something that we just kind of like mentally assent to. It's not just saying, yeah, okay, I believe that Jesus did some things. It's not just agreeing with facts, but belief is a willingness to stake your entire life on something. Here's, here's an example. I've used this example before, so you may have already heard this one. I'm recording this podcast episode while seated in a chair. I believe in this chair. I believe in it because I'm sitting in it, right? My sitting in it is proof of my belief. If I didn't believe in this chair, if I thought it was going to fall apart the moment I sat down, if I thought it was just a figment of my imagination, it wasn't really there, I wouldn't sit in it because I wouldn't really believe in it. I'm taking my well-being and putting it in the hands of this chair. Now, there are some times where you look at a chair and it looks like it could hold you up and you believe in it and you sit in it and it crumbles underneath you. You put your belief, your faith in the wrong thing. But I believe in this chair, so I sit in it. If we believe that Jesus is the Christ, God in the flesh, that his death atones for our sins, that his resurrection means we too will have eternal life with God forever. If we believe that it is only Jesus who can save us, then that means we'll live that way. We will stake our entire lives on it. It is the decision that we make to say, I am now a follower of Jesus Christ. I follow him because I believe him. I believe him. 
I believe he is the Christ, the Son of God. I believe his death pays for my sin. I believe his resurrection is true, that he physically got back up again. I believe he's coming back for us because when he ascended, he said, behold, I am coming soon. He's coming back for us. I believe these things. And so I'm going to live my whole life, my whole life, according to this truth. That doesn't mean that we don't fall. That doesn't mean we don't sin. It doesn't mean that we've got it all figured out right away, but it is a commitment. It is a decision that we make. I am now a follower of Jesus Christ. But our access to even being able to make that decision relies on the grace of God to wake us up, to resurrect us, that we might have the faith to be able to say, I want to follow after Jesus Christ. So that's why Paul will say in Ephesians 2 that even the faith we have is a gift because we have to be transferred from death unto life for us to be able to see Christ and believe in him. Do you see how majestic this salvation is, what God has done for you? You didn't save yourself. You didn't work your way into it. You don't keep yourself saved by work. You you are saved by grace through faith alone. You've staked your life on this. And now you will live faithfully carrying out the good works that he has prepared beforehand for you to walk in. Brothers and sisters, do you really believe in Jesus? Well, you know if you do, because you've staked your life on it. You've staked eternity on it. But if you're not sure, then I ask, do you really believe in Jesus? Is he who he said he was? God in the flesh, the Messiah, long-promised Has he died for your sins? Is his resurrection proof and guarantee of your resurrection? Don't leave this podcast without believing. Stake your life. Stake your life on this truth. And you can trust that Jesus will never fold under pressure. He will never let you go. He will never leave you or forsake you. Let's pray together. We thank you for the gift of faith, God. We believe. Help our unbelief. Strengthen us. Help us now that we have believed, that we've staked our entire lives on the truth of who you are and what you've done. Help us to live faithfully in light of the faith that you've given us. We believe. We believe. Pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Two more solas to go tomorrow and Friday. So I'll see you again right back here at Goodwill Talk Daily.